cut the riffraff. This is the podcast. Welcome to, god damn it. I mean, what the fuck? Who did this? What's up, y'all? Welcome to What's Wrong With Your Boy, Matt Boyd, episode number uh, 16, I believe. 16? 15? You know. I know in the future. I can't, I couldn't tell you right now. Uh, episode 16. Let's just stick with 16. Let's just roll with it. Um, thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. What's up? This is coming out a day later and a dollar shorter than I usually put it out, but, um, I had to give myself a Sabbath yesterday. Hey Matt, wait until you turn the podcast on and then start fucking around with little shit that doesn't matter. That's what everyone's watching for. Like why did I why did I go to that? Like why did I just notice that there was a fucking pube on the shotgun mic and I had to go after it after I've already started recording, you know? This isn't a there's no editing. There's no clip in. I can't clip that out. I'd have to, if I hate it so much, I'd have to start it all over. I'd have to go turn on that camera, and then I'd have to turn on this, and then the light, and shout out that camera. Just fucking shout out that camera while we're at it. And uh, so why why did I pick, never mind. Let's not, let's not talk about it. Um, so this is coming out a day later than, than they usually come out because I had to give myself a Sabbath yesterday. Um, I needed a day of rest. And I don't feel good about it. How many people say that after they give themselves a day off? I don't feel good about taking a day off from life, but I I need I had to. I needed to. And to be fair, I tried to record this yesterday and uh it was so bad. So I said on a previous podcast that I've I usually know within five minutes if it's bad and if I'm gonna put it out. Last week was the first time, or one time, I got all the way to the end. I told a story, and I and I after I told the story, I was like, I can't fucking, I gotta erase that. I gotta try again tomorrow. This was the first time that I got all the way to. I was editing, and I was like, I'm not fucking putting that out. There's no way. There's no way I can put that out. Which was like the furthest I've ever gone. So I do give myself credit for getting so far in down the hole. I'm I'm proud of myself for getting so far in my own hole that I still pulled out, you know, because it was bad. It was really bad. I just the whole podcast. I just debated on whether or not I deserve a Sabbath or if I deserve spending money. You know, <laughs> that's what I talked about, and then I immediately uh, got done recording that podcast and went and tried to have a Sabbath. And then just worried about resting the entire time. So there was really no rest. But so I I guess I technically didn't like actually get a Sabbath. I just didn't work. Like I worried myself. I just didn't put out anything through the worry. Which is kind of just to fuck me both ways, isn't it? So yesterday I was I want to talk about this. I really want to talk about this. I don't know if it's if it's going to be funny or interesting. 
but it is to me because I've ever since I've gotten down here to Texas and ever since I've started doing this Palmcast, I have uh it's this is like the closest to therapy or trying to figure out exactly what's wrong with me, Matt Boyd, uh that I've ever done in my entire life. I actually did try once um, about a year ago, I thought that it'd be a good idea to do, this sounds so bad, this sounds so dumb, uh, but I tried to do like free, is it called free association writing? I don't know. I'm not a fucking author. I don't know what it's called, but where you just write what you're thinking. And I was hoping that it would get to a point to where I was doing it and, uh, I would, I would do it enough to where it would like make me write, you know, more jokes or better jokes or whatever. Um, and then I realized that I would just sit down every day for, I think I would do it for an hour. I would sit down for an hour and just keep writing like, this is fucking stupid. Why am I doing this? Just over and over again. I'm wasting time. Why the fuck am I doing this? This is so stupid. And I know there's people out there. I know that there's some fucking Malcolm Gladwell ass motherfuckers that are out there. They're like, you're supposed to do that. And then at some point you'll get through that and you'll start actually writing. Not for me. I'm not fucking doing it. Everybody has their process. I'm sticking to mine. I'm sticking to just being angry at people about stuff and then turning it into jokes. I'm cool with that. I'll just stick with that. It's working for me. It's kind of working. So, I'm just going to do that. I'm not sitting down and I get that maybe it is good advice. Maybe it's a good idea to sit down and write on your computer for an hour a day. But I I don't, I, it's not for me. I just can't do it. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's, I feel like if I'm out in the world living life and I'm, and I'm being honest and I'm like, I'm calling out bullshit as I'm doing it. I feel like that's way more helpful than if I like just sit in a room and don't experience anything. Why is it, how is that supposed to help? Like, I, I don't think, I don't think that, it, I don't know. I've been a lot of people, are, I'm now I'm worried that like a lot of people are like, this is why you're not doing anything. You're not going anywhere. Because uh, you don't sit in front of your computer and free associate. And so I, I just, whatever. Just do it if you want to do it, but it's, it just sounds dumb to me. Sounds stupid. Um, I'd rather just be out in the world calling shit stupid and dumb, like I'm doing right now, and then turning those into bits if people find them funny. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, so I, I used to try to do that, and... It's, I started to realize that it was just making my days worse when I would sit down and do that. Like, I would just ruin my own days. I would ruin my... I would put the cloud over my own damn head. Sometimes there's clouds. Sometimes you get a cloud over your head. Don't ever be the person that puts the cloud over your own head. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. If you can control whether or not that cloud is there, get rid of it, okay? You are God. You can get it. You can get that cloud out of there. So do it. Don't put, don't make your own problems. I say that as like my current problem is I can't let myself enjoy a day. 
and that's what that's the overarching theme here and i'm also giving the advice of don't ruin your own day and this whole podcast is about ruining your own day so there's no there's no good answers but um doing this and like just explaining shit out loud and especially i've been uh like openly and honestly talking about shit with friends of mine back in nashville and like my parents more than i ever did when i lived there and i think a huge part of that is the fact that like i'm not there anymore like it's very easy for me to talk about how shitty or like how you know it didn't even have to be shitty but like i can be more honest and objective about situations the Nashville comedy scene or, you know, uh, uh, relationships or friendships or how I'm feeling. It's easier when I'm removed from the thing I'm talking about. It was very hard for me to talk about the Nashville comedy scene in like a very honest way with anybody while I was there because it was like I've, I was still like building myself into that so it like it just felt like a a weird thing to like comment on but now i'm outside of it and i can look at it and i can like objectively be like oh so that time that i was there but also how it still is and why i left and like what the whole rigmarole of specifically the national comedy scene and it's been like that with everything and i've been talking to like friends that are back home in nashville and i've and like I've re- I've realized that like I'm pretty good at like talking about that shit. So why did I say any of that? Oh, uh, so I I uh, I I want to put this out there because I want to see if I can fucking help myself with it. But yesterday, I wanted to very badly not do anything i like had the day off and the mics that were supposed to be happening in austin were canceled because of uh it was cold it was chilly Mm, it's too cold to tell jokes Mm. and so they closed down the two mics yesterday and so i i kind of didn't really have anything on the schedule i knew i had to do this but when this was all I had to do, it kind of felt like I could have just said no, like Mrs. Reagan told me to, or I could do it, and, and I knew that it was going to be the first one I did for the week, so I had a feeling that it wasn't going to come out well. The first one, it's never the first one that I use. Whenever I sit down, and I was talking about this last week, but when I sit down and I fucking turn that camera on, I turn that camera on, I turn these lights on, I turn the microphones on, I sit down, that's it. And if I can't do it, I can't do it. Like if I get if I get into it and then I, if I get into the podcast and I realize that it's not going well, I can't fucking, like I cut it off and I can't do another one that day because I've tried. I've tried to like take a few minutes and then come back and try it again. But it's all, it's all got to just fucking be there. So, um, I realized that like, it was probably going to be a bad one. Anyway, I went out, I was shopping. We've talked about the outlet malls here in San Marcos. 
I needed to go get some outdoor comfy clothes because it's fall. It's fall, y'all. It's autumnal as shit out here in the hill country. And I needed to get some warm stuff. And I went out and I got really frustrated at myself because I didn't buy anything. But I only didn't buy anything because I was scared to spend money because I'm afraid that I'll become homeless if I spend money. That's something I deal with on a moment-to-moment basis every single time I spend money. I'm afraid that if I spend it, I'll be homeless. There's something that you now get to know about me. I don't like spending money. Even though I make money, and I make a good amount of it, I'm not trying to brag, but I get it, and I save it like a damn squirrel. I get my nut, and I put it in my cheek, And then I get another nut and I put it in my cheek. And I'm afraid that if I eat the nuts, that there won't be any more nuts. Is that relatable? Has anybody else ever felt that way? I'm a big famine guy. I'm I'm huge on the famine mentality. I uh, know that there's this new thing, and I think that it came from Mr. Rogan, that... uh, he always talks about like some comedians have feast mentality and some have famine and you know, you're not going to be your best unless you're in a feast situation where you know that there's more. He's specifically talking about comedy with that, but I feel that way about money. I don't like spending money because I'm afraid I'll never make it again. So I just keep it. I don't have things. If you could see the rest of this room, you would understand that I don't have things. I literally, everything I own is in front of these cameras. Like everything that's like not completely functional everything in my life is 100 functional or i don't fucking need it except for the things that you can see but also i didn't spend any money on any of this shit either i mean the like equipment but like all this bullshit this is just a fucking pokemon card and some some fucking trophy and like i just took these pictures they were like a dollar to get it well i don't i don't spend money on shit Unless I feel like there's an absolute necessity for it to be, there needs to be an absolute necessity for it to be in my life, except for shoes. Now that I'm looking around, I got a lot of shoes. Um, so, you know, that was kind of, I kind of went through that in a really big way across literally like 15 stores in the San Marcos premium outlets yesterday where I was, I would just go in, I would see shit that I liked that was comfy. It was good for autumn the word autumn's the best word in the world. Uh, it was, I found some autumnal camping gear because I work outside and I need some nice, uh, the North faces and I needed some, you know, raincoats and I found some that I really liked, but I didn't buy them because I was like, you have a, you have a raincoat, uh, but I want another one. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I don't need, well, but I, you know, I want a one that didn't like the one that I have has shit all over it, like uh, like like words and like designs and stuff. And I wanted just like a a normal one for work. And I wanted I do kind of actually legit need like some some medium weight uh winter gear. Like like all I have is like I have the extremes. I have like flannels and winter jackets, and I don't have anything in between. I have like sweaters, but. I wanted to get like a fucking quarter zip fleece. Literally everyone needs a quarter zip fleece, at least one. And I need to go buy one. I found one that I really liked and I didn't buy it. 
even though it was super cheap because it's at the premium outlets here in San Marcos. And I didn't get it because I just felt like I didn't, there was part of me was like, you don't deserve it. And if you buy this, you what if you need food? What if you get fired literally right now? I'm always afraid that right after I buy something, I'm going to get a text. It's like, hey, don't come into work tomorrow. And now I don't have food for the next few days. Um, except for the fact that like I could just return it. Okay, so I'm afraid that I'll get home and I'll wear it and I'll get I'll get fucking mustard or uh, coffee on it and I won't be able to return it. And then I'll get fired the second I spill my mustard, my cup of mustard. And uh, <laughs> now I really like, I love the idea of me coming home, putting on a North Face and immediately getting a cup of mustard <laughs> and getting, oh man. Now I got mustard on my North Face and then getting a text. Like, this day couldn't get worse. And then I get a text. Hey, man, don't come into work tomorrow. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> That's literally what I'm up against is that, that mindset. Um, And so, which you're saying, Matt, just don't make cups of mustard. And you're kind of right. So I shouldn't be making cups of mustard. Now, cups of mustard in this situation is... um these tiny little stupid ideas that like I'll never make another cent or that I can't, I don't have to just have things I need. I can have, that's my cup of mustard is that I have this stupid thing because having a cup of mustard is pretty fucking stupid. If you're just walking around with a cup of mustard, especially one that can spill because it's filled to the brim. If you have a cup filled to the brim with mustard and you're just walking around with it, that's pretty fucking stupid. Like the idea that I will be homeless if I buy something that isn't an absolute necessity. That's also a stupid idea. So how do I get rid of the cup of mustard? I just don't pour the cup of mustard. I don't have that thought. But I know what you're thinking. But what if what if a, a pretzel comes by? You know? What if you come across a hot pretzel, a soft pretzel? You need you need a cup of mustard. No, nobody has. You can't eat a soft pretzel without a cup of mustard. Now, a soft pretzel in this situation would be actually something bad happening, an emergency. The soft pretzel is an emergency. So, what happens if if there's an emergency and having that? that stupid thought that usually doesn't work comes true. Cause you know, it's a, a big thing like that is like, we made fun of doomsday preppers and like people off the grid and, uh, uh, people that were like worried about like a global pandemic. We've been making fun of them for decades. It's like a, it's very fun to make fun of them. It's like what an entire character on King of the Hill is based on. That's like, like we were making fun of Dale Gribbles for decades and they were always being fucking stupid about it. Y2K, fucking 2012. Uh, uh, there had to be another one. I was about to say Katrina, but that was real and that really did hurt people. So that's not what I'm talking about. But we always made fun of people for thinking that like one day everything could shut down and, and when what, 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 what are you going to fucking do? And then it happened, the cove. The cove hit, and now, like, those people were kind of right. 
Those people that were like, I've been saving beans for three years and mustard because it doesn't expire. So I'm going to eat beans and mustard. Those people made out like bandits when the cove hit. And people that weren't, people that thought that it was cool to fucking, you know, move to New York just for the Instagram stories. And like they're like, you know, have student loan debt and they don't even use their fucking degree and they're just sitting in a stupid little apartment in New York and they were like, whatever, I need mimosas. What else am I going to do? What else am I going to do on a Sunday? I need mimosas. Just living a decadent life that you don't fucking deserve. That was a hyper-specific decadent life. But you know what I mean. These people where it's like, why are you spending fucking, why are you buying that? What are you fucking, come on, all you're doing. Everybody has a friend that is just always complaining about being poor and they always have something. And it's like, that's why you're poor. Because you're always having something. Don't come to work with a fucking Starbucks every day and you don't have to complain about being poor. You know? Those people were sitting like fat fucking cats through the last few decades. And then one day the cove hit and now they're all begging for shit. And it's like, you don't have to beg for shit if you spend a little bit of time not buying stuff. You know? We used to make fun of those guys. And I was kind of like, I was the one, I wouldn't get made fun of, but I listened to those, I kind of listened to those preppers about save stuff maybe don't buy anything today just live your life and and don't like live a life that you don't have to spend a million dollars and like don't drink at this show and and don't you don't have to buy five beers at every open mic like that was a big revelation when I was doing open mics when I started doing open mics in Nashville I would drink at every single one I wouldn't get wasted I wouldn't even I would probably just have like three over the course of two hours but that's still on the low end $15 like $5 a beer so $15 plus a tip and I don't mean to brag but I'm tipping like 33% 20 bucks a night on on shit you don't on shit I don't need on shit that was actually kind of like a little detrimental to have to get drunk before you're set or not drunk but like you know a little tipsy ease the nerves a few minutes before you're set so that you can, no, you just got to work through the nerves sober. You got to be able to work through the nerves sobs. And I would do that. And then once I realized that like, oh, I'm going to seven to nine open mics a week. And then you do all the multiplication. You're like, holy shit. Low end. That's $140 a week. I'm spending on shit. I don't need just to have it, fuck that. If you're drinking three beers at every open mic and you're doing nine, or you're doing seven open mics a week, and you're tipping 33% like a fucking gentleman, low end, if the beers are $5 a piece, low, and that's low end, you're spending $140 a week on shit you don't need and on shit that's actually like, making it harder to do the open mics. It's like you're just going and it, you're going to play soccer and you're shooting yourself in the damn foot before the game starts. You know? That's what you're doing. And so it's like, don't do that. Just don't fucking do that anymore. And so I wouldn't and I would save and people were like, oh, come on, you, you can just have fun. You worked all day and now you're here and have fun. No, don't. 
and I wouldn't. And then I had all this fucking money and it was like easier to save money. And I had all this money and I was always good about keeping the money. And then the cove hit. And when the cove hit, I immediately knew like when, when there was that first week where shit was shut down, I was like, how long could I do this for the first week? I think for everyone involved, well, like young adults, uh, we were like, we get summer vacation again. It did kind of feel like that where I was like, oh my God, we don't have to go to, we can't go to work. We, but it was like, we don't have to go to work and I don't have to go sweat myself at these open mics and like worry. I just have all these days. I have all these days. Look at all these days. You look at a calendar, you're flipping through a calendar. Look at all these days. Uh, so when I, after that wore off, I was like, okay, for real, how, how long can I live? with the money that I have. And for no reason other than the fact that I'm a scared little bitch and I'm worried about life itself. Life itself worries me. I had for months and months and months before the cove hit, I was like budgeting to a to the smallest fucking level my money. I knew exactly how much money I needed. I knew exactly how much money I was making, which is like hard because I was a server and it was cash tips. And so a lot of times you just, I talked about, it, I think on last week's episode, you just walk out and you fucking just buy shit. You're just walking down the street. You got all this cash. You're just, you know, buying fucking hot tamales for people. And, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you want some hot tamales? <laughs> hey, do you want some hot tamales? You like Mike and Ike's? Uh, come on, go ahead. Um, but I knew I had a fucking Google spreadsheet and I was keeping track of every single cent that I was making. And I still do to this day. Uh, and I I knew and I could see and I knew that I hit my fucking quote and I I I would hit my the amount of money, my quota that I needed for the for the month because I knew it was coming up. I knew the payments I had to make. And then I, everything after that, it was either fuckaroo time or it was save that money. And it was... 99 out of 100 of the dollars were save, save that money. Then COVID hit and I had to sit and I sat there and I, I had this spreadsheet and I went, oh, you need, or this is how much it costs you to live per month. Food, rent, electricity, water, uh, internet, fucking, fucking insurance, um, car payment, all that. I knew exactly what that number was. And then I saw how much money I had in both my savings and, and checking. I put it, I added it all together and I fucking, you know, divided it by the other number. And it was like, I, I could, I can live for six months. I can live if I didn't buy anything that wasn't directly going into my mouth or, uh, you know, keeping this roof over my head. I can live for six months. And I knew that. And then um, I, you know, then all that unemployment money started coming in and I was like, oh my God. And the unemployment money for the month or whatever that I, that I was getting it was really good. And I, but I knew what that number was. I knew what that number was that was a, like, this is a month where you survive, and that, and of my stimulus money, that's all I would spend. Now, now every once in a while, I would buy some dumb shit. I think I bought 
two i i think only bought one pair of shoes um they would make a bunch of video games super duper cheap over covid and i would buy one and but i would be like you know that game was 20 bucks and i could put a hundred hours into it like assassin's creed odyssey i bought it over covid and like i you know when i got it it was like 20 bucks and i fucking sunk all i fucking sunk the dick and the nuts into it i fucking spent all my time playing that game for like a month so it was like a worthwhile investment it kept me fucking doing one thing that you know wasn't killing me now you're saying you could have learned spanish you could have fucking worked out you could have learned how to build your own website you could have fucking there's a million things i guess i could have done but you know i was trying to survive trying to survive the cove you know what's going to keep my black ass sitting in this chair not outside getting cove that's what i thought and you know what the answer was assassin's creed odyssey and so i would i played it i played it until my fucking my i ran my little thumbs into nubs i was playing it all day i was literally playing for like literally no less than six and sometimes like nine hours a day i was playing that game and I was fucking buying simple ass food, learning how to cook shit. You know, I'm I was making breakfast burritos. I was making fucking homemade pizzas. I was making pasta dishes. I was out there living life in the cove. And I was only able to do all that because I knew I was comfortable because I did the work. I did the fucking work. I learned how much money shit was. I learned how to save it, and I had it, and I and I was good. But then, now here I am, my gay ass, is out here, you know, working myself to the bone, fucking killing it, killing it when it comes to, you know, working 40 hours a week and driving into either Austin or San Antonio every single night and doing show, doing like shitty open mics and like doing fucking shows that are pretty good and, but like, I don't have to do any of it. I really, really want to. It's my favorite thing to do in the world, but it's stressful. It's very stressful to care about how well you do at any level, with especially when it's something that you don't have to, like I don't have to, nobody's, nobody, it, literally nobody's even asking me to do stand-up comedy. Nobody. Nobody's asking me to do this. Nobody wants either. Nobody would care. As a matter of fact, most people at the open mics would probably be happy if I didn't show up because it's like one less person taking a spot. And nobody fucking cares about this podcast except for me. Uh, but it's they're both things that I put on myself and I also put an immense amount of stress on myself about them because I want them to be really good. Or I don't even. I want them to be really good. How I fucking think really good is supposed to be, and uh, so I like put. It's it's like stressful. It's like stressful to care that much and put so much time into something that nobody fucking cares or like wants you to be doing. And so when I'm working eight hours a day and then either doing this 
or shows or sometimes both. Sometimes I'll I'll work all day and then I'll I'll come home, shower real quick, wash my own dick and nuts, and then go out to fucking open mics and then come back and then try to do this at night. And especially when like none of that goes well, the amount of days where I like my job is shitty and I come home and I wash my dick and my nuts and then I go do open mics and those are shitty. And then I come home and I try to do this podcast and I get like five or 10 minutes in and that's shitty. And then I go to bed, I lay down in bed and I realize that I don't even have eight hours to sleep before my next shift where the same thing could happen again the next day. Pretty shitty. So I say all this to say that yesterday, which was Thursday, fucking October 29th, uh, I was, I was like, I, I didn't have to work. I didn't have, uh, anything to do except go buy some outerwear, some autumnal gear. And I, uh, you know, I I fucking poured my own cup of mustard as far as that was concerned. And I fucking came home and I saw that the mics were canceled. And I was like, oh, I could turn this into a, uh, today is a, today is my Sabbath. This will be, yesterday I was like, this will be my one day to just have. It's just for me. I don't, I, I don't have, I literally can't go to mics. I don't have to work. I uh, I've already been out all day, you know, having a gay old time. Look, just looking at clothes, you know, uh, just trying on jackets that are too big for me. And then I go, this is a small, and uh, you know, and nobody knows except for me. Like I'm in a dressing room and I'm like staring at myself in a mirror, and it, and it looks like I'm wearing my dad's coat. And it's a small, you know, and, and I'm just like, I'm embarrassed because everyone knows I'm like, Oh, this is what everybody fucking thinks, but it's just me in there, you know? Um, and so then, you know, I'm out in the world and then I come home and I'm like, I could just give this day to myself. And I'm, and I'm just like on my phone looking at Twitter and I see reviews for a video game that I've been very excited about. And Video games either come out on Tuesdays or Fridays. They just kind of pick. And I've noticed, and you might notice too, a lot of video games come out, uh, or a lot of the video games that come out on Fridays are Japanese, or made by Japanese studios. If anyone else notices that, please corroborate that for me. Because I've noticed that, like, PlayStation excuses, PlayStation excuses, PlayStation exclusives that come out on Fridays are almost always made by Japanese developers. And the more Americanized games are Tuesdays. I don't know what that is. I don't know if, well, the the time difference, I think in Japan when it's Friday, it's Tuesday here. That's literally what I thought and I was about to say out loud. And it was so stupid that I wouldn't let myself keep it in. When it's Friday in Japan, it's Tuesday here. That's what I wanted to say. Jesus Christ. And I saw the reviews for the game. Not not a Japanese game. French game, though. 
And uh, I was like, oh, that's going to come out tomorrow. It'll come out on Friday. And I looked and I saw that it was out yesterday. Watch Dogs Legion is the name of the game, in case anyone cares. And I was really excited to play that game. I'm a very big fan of uh, the Watch Dogs games. And I'm a big fan of the Ubisoft uh, open world games. You know that because at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned that um, I spent all of the Cove lockdown playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is made by the same people. And I was excited to play it, and I was like, I could, you know, give myself this day where I buy the game and I get it, you know, you can just download video games from your PlayStation 4 now. I don't have to go out again and fucking buy something and come back. I could just sit my own gay ass on the couch and buy the game and start playing it. But then I was like, do I deserve it this is the cup of mustard instead of sitting down and buying the game i go to the kitchen and i pour myself a cup of mustard and i say to myself do i deserve it um do i don't need it i don't need this video game uh i could spend this time doing the podcast i could spend this time writing i could spend this time doing anything do i want to sit down and play this fucking video game do i deserve it part of me was like of course you do because you can because you're a goddamn american and you live in texas and you can do whatever the fuck you want and you have the day off and you're not hurting anybody but then the other half of me was like you'll never make it if you buy this video game no wonder there was part of me that was like no wonder nobody watches your fucking podcast and no wonder you don't make money at stand-up you 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 fucking buy video games. That would, those are like the two people I was dealing with, you know, in my head. So I sat down and I and I tried to do this podcast, and I spent the entire podcast trying to justify whether or not I should have bought the game or not. And uh, then I got done doing the podcast, but the whole time I was literally looking down, like seeing how much time I had done because I just wanted to do 30 minutes so that I could go play the fucking game. So I realized after I had already finished the podcast and I had sat down and like opened up Final Cut to like start uh, editing the podcast and I saw that the video game was done and I, and I was watching the podcast while the video game was downloading... I was like, I didn't even ever want to do this. I, for whatever reason, just sat down and did this podcast like it's fucking homework, or like, or like, it like I'm filling out my tax form j- just so that I could like enjoy myself for a few hours. That's why. That's that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing with myself. So I just deleted it, and I was like, no, fuck it. I'm just going to play the fucking game. Today's my Sabbath. I get one of those. Even God. Even God couldn't just do it all the time, you know? He was creating shit. He was creating bullshit. He was creating man and earth and women and fucking... One day was it was tomatoes. The next day it was rocks, you know? One day he was like, I got this idea for Bluetooth, but I can't let it come out for millions of years. And 
And he the next day, you know, he was like, oh, dude, when I fucking give them cars, they're going to love that shit. But I got to build it right now so I don't forget later. And he was out there building shit. And then one day he was like, you know what, man? I could build. I don't know. I was trying to think of something. I was trying to think of something that we, I, you know what? I could put software into human heads that uh, free healthcare and justice for all will just be something they get forever. He said that on Sunday. He was like, maybe I could work up a plan on how to make that happen where um, people don't have to worry that the flu will put them in debt and that everyone will be treated the same no matter what they look like. Hmm. Never mind. I'm going to take a day off. That's what that's what God did, you know? And so he took that day off, and we don't get those things, but it's so that God could have a day to himself, you know? And honestly, that's how I feel this goes, is that I work myself to the bone so that I could be the guy I want to be for six days a week, and if I worked that seventh day, everything could be perfect, even though things are not perfect right now. I feel like I have to kill myself every day of the week so that I don't know that I kill myself. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like just, just work so hard. I got to work so hard every day so that I, I don't understand that I work so hard. That's how my fucking head works. So then I just, you know, I took the day off and fucking watch dogs is great. And I, I won't play it, you know, that intensely for, you know, like, on my Sabbath, I'm going to give myself a Sabbath every week, but it's not like I'm going to fucking go play it for, for five hours every day from now on and quit doing mics and shit. It's just for whatever day is my Sabbath. That's it. That's the day. Who knows? It might be, a, this is the, this is the thing. It's like, I might get that day again very soon because Tuesday is uh election day. I have the day off of work and it's election day. So I, imagine that there's probably not open mics in Austin. Uh, but I go to San Antonio. There might be the one in San Antonio on Tuesdays. But I kind of, I would kind of just like to stay home and see how all that shit goes. I remember, I've which I've talked about before, the fucking last election um, was just fucking terrible for me. Uh, like what I had to do that. So I, I, now I have to explain that cause it sounds like <laughs> I wasn't one of them. I was actually kind of quite literally the complete opposite of this, this election's the worst day for me. It was the opposite, but, uh, I was at in college and, and I was on the student radio and me and, um, you know, him, you love him. My producer slash seducer, uh, the Palestinian prince, he wears the brown crown, Casey Shaheen. We were doing our radio show. And uh, we were asked to do election coverage that night in the MassCom building at MTSU. And it was a long fucking night uh, of bullshit that I didn't give a fuck about. And we were there until like, I feel like we were there until like three in the morning talking because it like just went on forever they like did a recount or whatever i don't remember what happened um and then i i had to be up at eight in the morning for my next fucking class 
And I was like, why the fuck? I don't, I didn't give a shit. I didn't even get pizza. There was free pizza in the Mascom building and I was doing the goddamn radio show. So I didn't even get pizza. And that was kind of like why I fucking stayed. I didn't care who won. I didn't, I didn't give a fuck if any of these other college kids believed in abortion or not. Like we had all these kids come in and give us their political views. I don't fucking care. I did it for pizza. And I didn't, I didn't even get pizza. I remember that. I remember when me and Casey were leaving, we were hungry. And I was like, wait, why am I hungry? They had pizza. And then I realized I didn't ever fucking get any pizza. That will not happen again this year. Especially now that I'm thinking about it, if there's like open mics in Austin, I don't want to like be out at these mics while like everyone's watching the TV for the election. Because for whatever reason, I guarantee you everyone wants to be in the same. That That's how it was. That's why we did the radio show. Everybody wanted to be in the mass comm building for the election. And then it didn't go the way they wanted it to. So then they just all cried together. Like it fucking matters. Let's not, let's not get into that. But so that might be my next Sabbath. Who knows? But Or maybe I do this. Maybe I don't ever get to do this again. Maybe if the right person wins which I'm not, I don't know which one that is, but maybe if one of the guys wins, uh, you know, white men aren't allowed to be on camera anymore. Whichever guy that is, you take a fucking pick. Um, but, you know, so here we are. Uh, I'm going to give myself a Sabbath. I'm going to be okay with having a Sabbath. I'm going to pour out a little bit of that cup of mustard. You want a certain amount of mustard. You just don't want it to be spilling on your new North Face. That's what it is. You got to wear the North Face. You got to eat the pretzel. And you got to have some mustard. But you don't have to have so much mustard that you get a little bit of it on your new on, on your new North Face. New North Face. Why can't I say that? On your new North Face. And that's the lesson. Thank you for being here. Thanks for watching. Patreon, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, I love doing this show, but some days I just don't want to do it, you know? And that's the show. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your whatever. Happy Halloween. I'm so glad that what's-his-name won the election. Uh, Y'all have a good one.